1: Good afternoon, everyone. This is Naishat Gadani coming to you from Melbourne. And today is Career Cash Package, episode number 151. And on today's episode, we are talking about the difference between growth mindset and fixed mindset in your career success. And how do you succeed in your career? Is talent and skill are enough? to give you the acceleration that you need in your career or not. To help us unpack this fascinating concept and why this is fascinating, because this is happening in one of the most um, darkest periods when it comes to employment in many years that we have seen. We have not seen this kind of unemployment even in a global financial crisis also. Right. Right? So we are we are seeing a very strange, and you know if you look at, how world of work was changing even before a pre-COVID era and then the COVID happened. And so we, are, we were always living in this complex, uncertain environment. And now it has actually accelerated the space. How does having a growth mindset really help you to stay afloat and also grow your career? So to help us unpack this concept, we have invited Vikram Dugal from India and we will introduce Vikram you know, shortly. But let's welcome Caroline Brown, the co-host of the show. Caroline.
0: Thanks, Nesh. Absolutely delighted to be here. Episode number 151. And I believe that's auspicious, ending in a one. So that's very exciting. So, yeah, absolutely delighted to be here today and delighted to welcome you, Vikram, to the show. Thanks for joining us.
2: My my pleasure, absolutely. And when uh, Nesha told me that how consistently have you been doing it? And this consistency is always a game changer. That's what I strongly believe in. And uh, what I was able to connect to him when he mentioned this, there is something that I am also doing every single day. It's slightly different, but uh, mm. it's also happening every single day. I'm posting a video on YouTube, my channel, for the last uh, 94 days now. Oh, so wow. we are going to touch a century there. So, and ultimately what what uh, brings a shift in our thought process or our contribution to the world around us is what is it that we are doing mm. the way Nishad meant the darkest of times the challenging the most challenging of times that we have faced so what is it that we are doing in these times that's going to make all the difference so happy to be here
0: fantastic <laughs> so um just kick things off and to give people a bit of context about what you do i notice on your linkedin profile you've got an amazing title, the Chief Energizing Officer. So tell us what that's all about and how you work with people.
2: Right. So first, uh, let me tell about the title, Chief Energizing Officer. If you look at it closely, I came across uh, this uh, understanding in a couple of programs that I attended that uh, energy is everything and everything is energy. And how you manage your energy is, what contributes to what? where you are in your life. So that is why I call myself as Chief Energizing Officer because I want to remain energized myself. I want to have uh, people in my team remain energized. And the work that we are doing, how is it adding to their energy? That is the whole uh, game. So that is why the title is uh, Chief Energizing Officer. I now, think coming... I'm going to pinch it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Coming to the work that I'm doing uh, prior to COVID, uh, when these lockdowns have started happening across the world, I was uh, a typical corporate uh, facilitator and coach. And If you ask me today, I still love those live sessions when I'm in a classroom and we can experience things happening uh, right in front of our eyes. There are lots of here and now experiences you can pick up from. So they totally stopped and uh, I had to figure out what to do now. And around that time I started deliberating with the idea of uh, can I create an online program? I do similar work, but can I do online program? And I started creating it and finally in May I was able to launch it. So my target audience for that program is uh, working professionals who are in the age group of uh, 30 to say 50 55 years of age and who want to accelerate their careers Mm -hmm. but very interesting thing that happened uh, was that there are younger people than that who have come into my program because they found some value in that at the same time i have people who have retired from their jobs they also started uh, coming into my program or they are close to retirement they started coming into my program because of uh, what i am offering in that program so mm-hmm. this is how it's going picking up stabilizing mm-hmm. uh, i have i have kind of come to a break-even point now and perhaps uh, we will start churning into revenue positive revenue in the days to come
0: or world domination is nationalized i like to say so um, so you talk about a lot about, I guess we're going to dig into that concept of growth mindset, um, and the role it plays in people's sort of success in their careers. Can you, can you unpack that for us a bit or unpack that for us as a, a concept?
2: So, uh, Caroline, uh this is, uh, how we evolve. We are all here for an evolution. We all have come here in a, in this life with a potential that we have. Mm. Now, the question is, is that potential converting into reality? And if you examine the world around you, and sometimes uh, when I ask this question to myself also, is my full potential coming out? Mm. Many times the answer is not 100%. So, the point is, uh, if we start becoming aware of possibility that we are having within us, that is what converts into growth mindset because we start looking See, our radar, if we have to put it in that analogy, our radar starts looking for possibilities of growth, opportunities mm. of growth. And when I'm saying opportunities of growth, I am not only limiting it to uh, money. Mm. When I talk about uh, growth mindset, it's about you as a person first, you as an individual, mm. and then It starts converting into better uh, paying jobs, uh, better designations, more contribution to the work, Mm. or maybe some uh, new roles that you take up. All that starts happening when Mm. you start operating with that mindset, believing that you have latent potential inside you, Mm. and that has become uh, a reality. Mm.
0: Yeah. So what's the link? What's the link between that sort of You know scanning for opportunities and positive mindset and you know achieving better results say in your career or um
2: in your life in general what what, what's the actual link there so the link is that uh, the way you look at life becomes Mm -hmm. very different yeah the way you look at your work becomes very different now you will notice that there are many people that you'll find working in organizations they have a typical nine to five, nine to six mindset.
3: Mm.
2: I'll come at nine; that is the uh, uh, punch in time, and uh, I'll go leave my office at six o'clock; that is punch out time. Mm. But can you look beyond that? And even in that, even if it is nine to six, that's perfectly fine. I'm absolutely fine with it. But what is the difference that you are making in that nine to five, nine to six? That is the game changer. Mm. And when it uh, when it comes to an opportunity. Or a situation that you have to stretch a little bit your work demands i'm not saying using the word boss here Mm. your work demands your organization demands that you need to stretch a little bit you have to sit late for certain days you have to come early for some days you have to take additional workload for some days what Mm. happens in your mind in those times that is the link that i'm talking about are you Mm. able to take that as a part of the game or Mm. is it that those times uh, disturb you, frustrate you, and mm. you start complaining a lot in those times, mm. because everything that you think, everything that you say in those times is going to make a difference to you first. Organization mm. will have to pay the price, okay? But that will come later. But the first person who gets affected by that kind of mindset is you yourself. That mm. is the link. Mm. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And just wanted to welcome Balin and Imtiaz to the discussion. If you've got questions for Vikram around growth mindset and how to develop it or any particular observation or anecdotes that you have about growth mindset, please feel free to drop in, uh, you know, into the chat. And also, if you think that somebody will benefit from the discussion, don't forget to tag them. Because it will just go into enhance the discussion and bring some richness to this as well. So, we Vikram, you know, if we can, you know, sort of move a, a bit f- further into that. So, we got a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. You know, I think if I just take the analogy of nine to six work, this is my job. I'll do this, and then I'll punch out and then won't even you know you know remember this or or probably this is my task and i'm only interested in it i'm not interested in anything else right, right? that's like a fixed uh, you know mindset that we see you know what are what are some of the indicators that you see that people have a fixed mindset you know, sometimes you know fixed mindset is uh, in in what i understand is that i might have a fixed mindset with my kids because i want them to to do certain things in certain way. But when it comes to my business, uh-huh. I might have a growth mindset. And then no, this possible, this is possible. But you know, so I, I think I, I can see myself traveling <laughs> from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. But if we just focus on, on career, what are some of the indicators that that one can examine that they have a fixed mindset?
2: Okay. Uh, first, uh, let me... Uh, share my perspective on what you just said about uh, your kids you want them to do this this this. that is not fixed mindset that is not fixed mindset why because whatever you want your children to do is driven by certain values you you want them to be disciplined and discipline has a huge payoff in the long run in life so that's not fixed mindset right you you want them to eat healthy food Yes, uh, you are flexible to give them pizza once in a while. Or, but otherwise, you say, no, you first eat this and then you will have something else. That's not fixed mindset. That's the way I thought uh, I'll, I'll share. You are not being fixed mindset when you want your children to behave in a certain way. You are concerned about them. You are concerned about their growth. Now, when it comes to organization working professionals, how it differentiates is uh, what is the person, typical person who is a fixed mindset person? And I'll, I'll put it in three dimensions, which I always say that uh, these are the kind of uh, resources that we have. These are the things that we do. These are the things in our command. One is our actions. My actions will show that I'm a fixed mindset person. First example that I gave was I come at nine. In fact, uh, I have come across people if it is nine o'clock entry time in the office they will be there perhaps only 5 seconds before that i've seen pe- people like that i was doing a training in uh, uh, when i was working in state bank of india and there was a person who used to enter the room it's morning times first session has to start he would enter the room just when the session is about to start and i was taking a session on time management and i asked him How is it uh, that you are able to come just in time? He says, listen to this carefully. He says, I have calculated from my room how many steps it takes (laughs) for me to reach the training room and how much time for me, how much time does it take for me to walk every step? I've calculated that and that's how I started. I said, oh my God, what is going to happen with this person throughout (laughs) his life? He will put so much pressure on himself by doing all these calculations. So first indicator is you come absolutely in time. And the moment the uh, clocks start showing the time to leave, you start fiddling. You start getting restless and you must have seen many people like this in organizations. This is the first thing. Second thing is uh, whenever any new demand comes, I'm talking, still talking about actions. Whenever any new demand comes to them, their behaviour is resistant behaviour. They start saying uh, in so many words, why are you giving it to me? There are so many other people working here. Why not anyone else? Why are you always picking on me? That is another thing that comes. Third important action that uh, they show is when it comes to learning, they think they know it all. And uh, any new learning, they are not really open to that. And even when they enter a training room, they sit with their closed mindset there just to pass the time. Just to put a tick mark that I've attended such and such training. So this is what comes in terms of their behaviour. Now, second part of uh, our personality is uh, our feelings. Their feelings are always on the negative side. And I'm deliberately using the word negative. Otherwise, when we go into the discussion of the subject of feelings and emotions, I always say there is no feeling which is negative, no feeling which is positive. They are feelings. The question, why I'm using negative? Because their implication becomes negative over a period of time. So their feelings are on the negative side. They're always frustrated. They're always irritated. They get angry. Short-fused people. These are the feelings that they carry. And the third the deeper layer that we have is our thought process. They are experts in finding faults. Uh, the classic example that we give is uh, whether the glass is half full or glass em- half empty. Their eyes always go on the empty part. Mm. But when I talk about a growth mindset person, even if a glass is like that, he would say glass is full. Mm. Half with the water or the liquid that it has and half with the air that it has. That Mm. is the way we differentiate in looking at things. So this this, this is what comes out in uh, their thinking, their feelings and in their their actions. And uh, these are, you can very easily identify them. Mm. The way they walk, the way they talk shows it all.
0: I'm picturing people with a black cloud, you know, you, you deliver training and there's always somebody that is the naysayer or with with the black cloud above their head that- almost Absolutely. Almost,
3: they, Absolutely. They walk in the room. Yeah.
0: What would you say is the part of curiosity in that, in, in that kind of growth mindset? How critical is that?
2: Absolutely. It all starts with curiosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, just a little while back mentioning to you about uh, the program that uh, I have launched. And we have something called code of honor in that. What are the things that we must practice and follow in our day-to-day life to uh, accelerate in our careers? And Mm. one of the things I have mentioned there is curiosity. Mm. And why curiosity is important? Let's start how curiosity comes into our life. Mm. Curiosity comes into our life with our childhood. When we don't know anything, our slate is absolutely blank. Mm. And everything that we experience is, many of those things are not many. In fact, everything is the first time sometimes. Let's say I I see these glasses as a child. I, I may be seeing it for the first time once, right? Now, the child wants to know what is it, how does it work, what is the purpose and all that. And have we noticed how children ask questions without bothering whether it's a good question or not a good question. <laughs> right? So it all starts with curiosity. But what happens to most of us when it, when we come into organizations, when we start working,
3: mm.
2: our curiosity goes for a toss. Because now we have a job, we have a monthly paycheck or a mm. weekly paycheck, whatever the way it works. And after we, we hardly ask any questions. And there is another thing that comes into play, Caroline. Is this? Let's say we are having a meeting. You are my boss, and there are a couple of other people who are sitting in the meeting. I have a question in my mind. I am curious to know, mm. but I don't ask that question. What is the reason I don't ask that question? What stops me from asking that question? Mm. What stops me? I'm asking you. What could oh, be the okay. reason? I'm- <laughs>
1: I think feeling embarrassed, feeling uh, that I yes. might, I might, um, you know, sound silly to to them.
2: Mm.
1: I might sound silly. I I might
2: sound stupid. And actually, mm. someone may in say in so many words, Vikram, my God, you don't know even this," and mm. I don't want to hear anything like this. And one or two such experiences that I have, and it shuts me off. Mm and my curiosity goes out of the window. The mm. whole life remains in that state that I don't want to know anything new. Mm. So curiosity is absolutely important. The mm. only thing that I'm suggesting here uh, for those who are listening to us is whenever you have a question in, my mind, in your mind, what you can do is ask yourself, how can I make it a quality question? If you have mm. any doubt before that, how will it add value to me? How will it How will it add value to the conversation that is going on? How will it uh, enhance our perspective together? Mm. So that is how you can again start becoming more curious. And Mm. curiosity is the mother of everything. Mm. Everything that you are experiencing in your life came from a curious mind,
3: Mm.
2: right? So curiosity is absolutely important. First indicator of growth.
1: Uh, excellent we've got a question but before that you know uh, balin's got a comment which is pretty uh, you know great comment balin is saying that a uh, optimist person looks at the half glass full and will say wow there is water here now we have to just go and find ice and whiskey i think that's pretty much <laughs> you know a very a hugely growth mindset i think i'm <laughs> right. i'm pretty sure that balin you will you will never alone uh, with that question so, <laughs> you know. So now we got a question become uh, for you yeah. uh, so lahiri is asking a question that where to start exploring in uh-huh. this arena of growth mindset uh-huh. so how do you start exploring the you know the growth mindset and i think there was anyway our next question was that how do we start this? The you know, uh, you know, first is to obviously identify that these are. I think you you clearly said that. What are some of the indicators that you've got a fixed, uh, or uh, you know, fixed mindset? And now, if you want to go beyond that, what are some of the things that people can do, uh, you know, to build that growth mindset? Right. So,
2: uh, first thing uh, comes is uh, what we discussed just a little while back. Caroline asked me a question about curiosity. So curiosity, become curious. How are things working? Now, you you are not a child that you need to know what is the purpose of this, right? Now you have to start asking more intelligent questions about life, about profession, about organization, about team working. You have to, and you have to start asking question. What are the problems uh, that you see around the world? and how you can solve them i remember uh, uh, having heard travis kalanick uber founder he uh, i was listening to him in one of his uh, tedx talks ted talks he said that i am a person who loves to solve problems and perhaps that's how uber was born and he said the bigger the problem the more excited i am so this is what is very important that are you curious enough to look around and see where are the possibilities? That is one part of it. Second part, or let's bring it to an individual. Now, I, I said a little while back that there are three dimensions to a human personality and my my whole conversation generally revolves around that, those three only. So one important thing that I would say is A person who who wants to become a growth mindset person has to see two things very clearly. One is where you are, where you are, and where you can go. So it becomes two points where you are, where you want to go. Two points now you know. Now you have to find out a way to travel that journey. And that is what growth mindset is all about. So, the first element of uh, having a growth mindset is a very high level of self-awareness. You know where you stand in your life, what are uh, your strengths, what are your weaknesses, what are the challenges that you are facing, what are some of the short fuses that you have inside you, what bothers you, what nags you. All these questions when you get answered to, these these are your current point now from here can you move ahead in your life as an individual of course if you are a person who gets angry very easily you can start moving towards becoming more calm and it's for, it's good for you first isn't it if uh, you lack certain say, let let me say this now till a couple of days back i did not know what is streamyard right the platform that we are using to uh, broadcast this. I did not know anything about it. But uh, now that you do not know, someone has used the word StreamYard is a tool which you can use. Now I know I don't know anything about it. But the question is, if you want to use it, what all will you need to go through? First, you'll have to log in. First, you'll have to create. So are you a person who is ready to explore? You may have your own apprehensions about technology, which I am saying about myself, but. Can you, with the help of people who know, start exploration? This is another point of learning that you can bring in. So very important thing that if I have to sum it up is, are you ready to learn? Tell yourself that I am at X point today in any area of life, let's say relationships. My relationship uh, with Naishad is not so good, but I want to make it good. What is it that I can do towards making that relationship work? All is about learning and making it better and I always say uh, uh, there is a quotation which I heard way back in my childhood. There's always a room at the top and the meaning for of this for me is there's a possibility of becoming better as an individual. So as you start looking at that possibility, you Start becoming growth mind. In fact, I would say you become unstoppable in terms of growing in your life. Let me let me just give you an example of this. Uh, you must have heard this name, Ratan Tata. Uh, Carolyn, have you heard this name, Ratan Tata?
0: I haven't actually. So yes,
2: Ratan Tata is one of the biggest industrialists in the country. In a business house, yeah. Tata's is a business house, and he's heading yeah. that. Yeah. Now. Couple of, uh, uh, I think couple of months or maybe a year back, I saw a picture of Ratan Tata sitting in Harvard Business School in a classroom, attending a session. He is, uh, I think, 75, 80 years of age. What is Mm. his need to do that? Mm. What is his need to do that? He is demonstrating to the world it never stops, right? today morning i got a picture of uh, uh, from someone whatsapp forward 97 year old person got a nobel prize for inventing lithium battery yeah now can you imagine a person of 97 years of age creating something new how will it mm. come it comes only from a growth mindset i told mm. you earlier anything that you are experiencing in your life has come from a growth mindset mm.
0: yeah Vikram, do you think we're just too complacent? I mean, there's so many, there's, a, I was talking to a friend about the Lord Mayor of Sydney, who I think turns 75 and um, comparing it to other 75 year olds that, that we know. And like, it's very easy just to get stuck in a rut. Like you, you get up, you go to work, you um, come home, you might go to the gym or whatever. It's so easy to get stuck in a rut like that. And, and, and just assume that your life is following this Trajectory of you know what you consider being normal. So how do you? But then then you see that there are other people that do extraordinary things at different ages, like you say as well. How do you? Um, what what could you have as like habits in your life to ensure that you don't get stuck in that that rush?
2: So there are two answers to that. Uh, one is. Uh, It's it's a little philosophical. It may sound a little philosophical Mm. and it is like this, that it says that if you are alive, if you are alive, you still have to accomplish something. Mm. If you are alive, you still have to contribute something to the world around you. Right? Even if you are on a bed, Uh, let's Mm. take that example of Stephen Hawkins. What was his condition? What was he told when his ailment was uh, detected?
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: how many years he lived and how many? How, how, what all he contributed to the world of science? Mm-hmm. So if you are alive, just say to yourself, what is it that I can contribute? Mm-hmm. That is one thing that will keep you away from the rut.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Second important thing, uh, Carolyn, is this, which uh, I keep reminding myself. We get into a comfort zone a little too early in our lives. Mm. And what do I mean by comfort zone? If you have salary coming into your account every month, Mm. or if you have a regular source of income, which takes care of your needs, there's a very high risk. Very high risk, I'm saying, that you may get into that complacency because Mm. your physical needs are being met. But what about your emotional needs? What about your mental needs? What Mm. about your spiritual needs? Mm. Money cannot take care of them. Mm. For that, you will have to work. In in fact, many of your physical needs cannot be taken care of by money. If Mm. you have to remain fit, you Mm. are talking about uh, people at the age of 75 or so. If you have to remain fit, you will have to work out. Mm. Isn't it? And work out demands that you step out of your comfort zone. So, I, in my program uh, that I was talking to you about, in the introductory webinar itself, there is a slide that I showed to them, this is where the comfort zone is and this is outside the comfort zone
3: mm-hmm. and
2: let me say this, everything that you want in your life, everything that you want in your life, whether it is excitement, whether it is abundance, whether it is going for your dreams, all that lies outside the comfort zone.
0: Mm-hmm. I watched this beautiful program last night on SBS, uh, uh, one of our channels here. It was about um, young girls uh, in Afghanistan going to school and going to um, skateboard school.
3: Right.
0: And it was just amazing because um, it was about that that confident attitude that comes from learning how to skateboard, like learning how to go up the ramp and skate over people and jumps right. and turns. And you could just see in the space of, like it was filmed over a year, but in the space of one year, how much confident those young girls were in all aspects of their life,
3: nice. because they,
0: they'd learned how to skateboard, which is way out of their comfort zone. And at the end of it, they were saying, I want to be an accountant. I want to be a pilot. I want to be an engineer. And those, you know, those two things clearly went hand in hand in, right. you know, one of those countries, countries in the world where women are, you know, um, really uh discriminated against and oppressed and you know that they still had this great hope because of the physical um activity that they'd really absolutely. pushed themselves to And i think it was just a you know it just fits nicely into what what you're saying is growth is outside of your comfort zone it but it doesn't necessarily need to be related to your career it could be
2: something else that you do at the same time absolutely everything that you do i would say everything that you do In Mm -hmm. fact, uh, uh, I say to working professionals specifically, how you utilize your personal time, how you utilize your personal time is going to decide how much you grow in your career. Yeah. Because at work, everyone is doing almost the same thing. Whatever roles, responsibilities they have, everyone is taking care of that. Mm -hmm. But when they are out of their workplace, Are you taking care of your body? Are you strengthening your mind? Are you taking working on your emotions? Are you elevating your spiritual uh, life? Mm. All that happens in your personal time. And they start showing up at work. Mm. You know what? One of the biggest challenges uh, that uh, we face as society. Once we are back from work. Where does our time go? Mm. Most of the people you'll find. You, there are uh, researches after researches which have shown that most of the people come home sit in front of uh, that device that we have in our homes which is called tv and many people don't even get up from there they doze off there itself mm. now how do you expect a life to get elevated if you are uh, investing uh, not investing i would call if you're spending Precious time in doing something like that, mm. unproductive activity. Yes, uh, you you may have watched uh, so many serials, you may have watched so many live matches. I would say to such people, so what?
3: Mm.
2: How has it added to your life? How has it added to the life of the world or people around you? Just check mm. that out,
3: mm.
2: and that is what makes a lot of difference. Yeah, and uh, if you have to look at the mornings of many people, how do people go to work? they get half an hour or one hour before they have to leave home and everything is an absolute mess in our homes when Mm. we have to leave for work Mm. we are running around having breakfast uh, pulling our socks up wearing our shoes another bite in our mouth as it Mm. is it not happening is it Mm. not not a reality
3: Mm.
2: now can you take charge of that that is what is a growth mindset indicator yeah that makes sense
1: so we got a we got a comment from Lahiri that very true KB, there are many intelligent people who are stuck in red race and most difficult part is that they can't get out of the race because the industry holds on to them very strongly out of the need. You know, that that's partially very true. Um, you know, I don't think so that, um, uh, you know, it, I think the first point is to realize that you are in a red race. Then you can get out of it. You know, first, first point of the race. I think we come alluded to is this self-awareness part is probably the most important. But you know, at the same time, I think I really like that idea yes. of lifelong learning uh, is also incredibly important, which, which, which fuels this or which kind of yeah. you know acts as a scaffolding to you that you are yeah. you are learning something new. Uh, you know, every day and I think me and KB can take credit in this, you know, developing our own growth mindset since last six months, starting something and learning things on our way. I'm pretty sure KB would not have done the research that she has done on right. YouTube if this was not about the career care package. Right. <laughs> and similar to me, I would not have dwelled into into doodling as much the way I do that now. Let me, just know because of the of this.
2: Show that again, show that again
1: oh yeah 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 you sent that to me wow right. right yeah so this is this is something i think this is what i i i also want, want all of us to kind of you know or at least for me is that even a small step in in growth mindset even taking on a small learning even going small step out of your comfort zone is also a win you don't you know you don't you know you know you don't need to Straight away, the only way that you can develop a growth mindset that is you know you can run a Melbourne marathon or a Bombay marathon. No, No, that's not not the the point. You know, it's a it's a small step, even though if you're able to take small steps in you know going out of that comfort zone and you know moving more towards where you can be. Because I like that phrase because where you want to be is a very very wish kind of thing, but where you can be, in my view, is a more powerful future because right. this question, rather right. than where you want to be. Right,
2: right. So uh, I, I just want when you were using that phrase uh, rat race, someone has mentioned that in the comments. Uh, I got reminded of a quotation that I came across. It says that yes, uh, the world is running a rat race. And if even if you win in a rat race, you still remain a rat. <laughs> and do you want uh, to be one such person? I the think biggest trash of all. I. Yeah, I, I Say that again? Okay. I just said
0: the biggest rat of all, you know, yeah. <laughs> in the rat yeah. race. Well, right. It's, it's true, really, isn't it? It's, right. Right. What are you running for? Is the, it, yeah. It's okay if you want to run that race. If that run, that race is a race that fulfills you and lights you up and serves good in the world, but you've got to make sure that you're running the right race, I think. So, right,
2: absolutely, absolutely. You need yeah. to be sure that you are in the right lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Stephen Covey in his book uh, gives a classic example of uh, uh, effectiveness he says make sure that your ladder is leaning against the right wall yeah you may be an expert in climbing ladders fine Mm. but make sure that it's leaning against the right wall what is happening is after reaching at the top you realize oh my god this is not the wall that I wanted to climb Mm. and the whole life goes in that
0: Right. Just going back to what Naish was saying about the small steps, those girls in Afghanistan started uh, learning how to ride skateboards by learning how to put their feet in the right spot. So that was the first right. lesson, you right. know, and guided, ar- guided around by other teachers. And, yeah, so just wanted to build on that analogy. I wanted to ask you, it's one of the questions that we had for you, Vikram, was around having the right people in your tribe. You know, uh-huh. there's people that say you're the sum of five people that you hang around with. And, um, but w- what are your thoughts on that?
2: Absolutely. I, I fully subscribe to this idea. Mm. So I'll give you a couple of uh, thoughts on this. One is uh, I'll share one of my own experiences. I was working in an organization and they had this system of, uh, uh, a huddle kind of thing after mm. lunch, the lunch hours are pretty long. And they would uh, get together in a room and uh, they would talk. I was new to that place and I thought it'll be good to, it'll be uh, courtesy to go there. Mm -hmm. And I went there one day and I realized the whole conversation that goes on around there is about what is not working. Mm -hmm. What is not working in life? What is not working in this organization? What is wrong with people? What is wrong with people who are not in the meeting today? Mm -hmm. Right. And first day, I realized this is not the place I want to be in, because I'll carry so much of toxic uh, stuff from here when I go back and it's not going to help me. I, mm. I stopped going there. Did it uh, affect me as a person? I don't know. May have, but I don't care for that. Mm. What I was caring for was my own thought process. So it's very important is uh, who are the people you associate with. On a continuous basis, mm. are they progressive mindset people themselves or not? Are they growth mindset people themselves or not? And what I was listening to—I don't remember who the speaker was. Uh, okay, let's let's not uh, make attempt to search for the name. Uh, the point that he was making was, you need to connect with people who are better than you. Mm. Why? Because they will pull you up that energy will pull you up. But what happens with most of us, and I'm saying most of us, I'm including myself, is that we love to hang around with people who are a little below us. And what is the reason? There is a psychology behind this. Psychology is, I feel important amongst them. Mm. I, I know the most amongst them. So I love to hang with people. They say, Sir, you are great. And I feel so good about it. <laughs> Right. So that is why associate with people who are progressive, who are growth mindset themselves, who want to enhance their lives, who want to make a difference, Mm -hmm. who are doing some interesting work in the society. For example, uh, I'm staying in a society and we have a small lake uh, close to us. When we came here, shifted to this locality, that lake was absolutely dried lake. And there was a lot of garbage in that lake. But then there were some people who were interested in making a difference to that lake. Mm. So they created a movement. And on a couple of Sundays, we also participated on one of the Sundays. We went there, went to the lake, took out whatever possible garbage that we could take out. And you would be surprised. There were more than 10 trucks of local body who came to pick up that garbage. And today, if you go back there, that's a thriving lake. Mm. There is uh, water. Water. Uh, uh, what shall I say? Water. Birds have started coming there. They means there is life there now. Mm. Now, will it be important to connect with such people who are doing similar work on a continuous basis, or you would like to continuously watch uh, television? And I'll say the same thing again. So what? But that one experience I'm talking about is bringing those same emotions even now which I experienced at that time. So it's very important to identify who are the people you talk to all the time. And I'm getting this opportunity to connect with you, those who, even in virtual space we can connect with the right people, there may be programs happening where they're talking all. Uh, all, all all gossip stuff but i won't be interested in going there there are people who are watching us they have chosen the right company that this is a place where we can come and take back even one idea that can make a difference to them so there are all kinds of people and you can make a choice it's very important
1: you, i think i'm also you know Irish before. You know helping thousands to help discover many different things that they haven't uh, you know, in the absence of 150 live sessions. That's absolutely right. Thank you, Lahiri, for your ongoing support. Vikram, it's been absolutely fascinating for, for us to catch up with you and unpack. This is a very crucial topic. And I say that again, as I said in the very beginning of this show, is that, uh, you know, COVID-19 times really has thrown everyone into a spiral, emotionally, financially, spiritually. Every, I think not, none of our everyone's life has been impacted you know small or big way in these times and and i think i think this kind of thinking is um could you know pave way for people to bounce back you know, specifically in their profession after covid19 situation and so vikram again thank you very much for coming along and sharing your you know thoughts very generously with us uh, with us and we wish you very well with whatever endeavor that you are on and thank you again
2: thank you thank you thank you Nesha, thank you, for reaching out and uh, thank you caroline uh, for connecting i think today morning i uh, connected with you on linkedin and mm-hmm. uh, i think uh, this will shape up in something uh, useful in the times to come mm-hmm. you can just mention uh, to the audience who are watching us uh, about my youtube channel they can have a look at that uh, as and when they wish to
0: what's yeah. the name of your youtube channel vikram
2: uh my full name uh, i can type it in the chat
1: yeah you're welcome to you what you can do is you are welcome to put the youtube channel in the in that link also in the linkedin live feed as well so people can who are watching this or who will watch it later they can also go and check it but i've got your youtube channel here and i'll right. put that in that as well Fantastic. please please
0: that'll be great yeah, it was fantastic to have you here and um you Absolutely. know just to insight. so i'll go and I'll check out your youtube channel and subscribe and keep an eye on what you're up to and it'd be fantastic right to have you then, so
1: right thank you thank you so much thank you all right. right now uh you know guys tomorrow tomorrow we are going to united kingdom we are having a guest from yorkshire and his name is tony Talbot, and he uh you know been a in headhunter for over 20 years is he knows a lot of stuff around hidden job market and how do you really stand out in the competitive market so he runs his own podcast which is called career move a movers podcast so you can check him out as well but tomorrow's show will be 7 p.m melbourne time so don't wait for us at 3 p.m and, and say complain where are you i might be at work also so, okay so join us tomorrow 7 p.m melbourne time until that you know please look after yourself and your family i know we can now you know go to a you know to you know larger uh, we've got more you know easing of restrictions, but please still mask up And look after yourself and your family members. And we'll see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. Until then, stay happy and healthy. Bye for now. Bye,
3: everyone.
1: Bye. Bye -bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Your Career Down Under show. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to know more about how Your Career Down Under can help you, please reach out to us on www.yourcareerdownunder.com.au. And if you have got a question about today's episode or if you want us to do a particular show on a particular topic, please reach out to us. We would love to do that. Until next time, be well.